Before we get into this week's episode, I have a couple of announcements to make. Today's recording is going to be the 50th episode to go live. So happy 50 episodes, everyone. Yay! Yeah. Uh, very happy. I did some math. I'm like, we got to be getting close because people were celebrating their 50th. I'm like, we put out just as much. So yeah, we're there. Uh, <laughs> this one will come out not this Sunday, but the following Sunday from us. So yeah, happy 50th. Thank you. Uh, fingers crossed for 50 more. And also, uh, we, I don't ever promote this anymore because I just can't be bothered to. Uh, we... That is to say, I have a Patreon set up for this podcast back when I had uh, dreams of being a podcast network. Uh, That network crumbled. Um, So this is the only podcast in that network. Right now, Sean and Eric have been um, uh, supporters. So as always, Sean and Eric, thanks so much. Uh, Your your, your money fuels me in ways that I don't even know because I don't know which account the money goes to anyway i appreciate it (laughs) but uh (laughs) last week uh frog friend of the show frog uh troy michael uh churak uh dj and carol will know him as the brennery mechanic keat uh is currently Mm -hmm. pledging at ten dollars a month so uh frog thank you so much (laughs) your your money humbles me and it's not going to make me do really any better of a job than i'm doing but Damn it, I'm now going to beat myself up over that now, so thanks. And that's yeah, all I got. Go ahead. If Frog came and subbed to, uh, to, the, to uh, my Patreon, too. Go ahead and cool whore dude. yourself out. Yeah, he is a very cool well, dude. Hey, hey, I whore myself out for good reason. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah, that's fair. And your hosting is free, so it's even a funnier ha-ha. Uh, I heard myself out for good reason. It wasn't always money. (laughs) Not always free. Yeah, so I'm very happy, uh, honored, uh, flattered, uh, but it's not going to like instantly make me any better at doing this. So you guys are just stuck with me as I am. Uh, And with that, we'll just jump right into episode fifty. Nice. I appreciate that. Episode 50 fanfare. <laughs> okay. Dope. <laughs> so after five days in the drift of dealing with hobgoblins, both alive and dead, getting to know each other a little better and crafting, <laughs> the crew of the Bizarre Encounter has arrived in the Kizor system and are in high orbit above the fourth planet. An unremarkable looking world covered in storm clouds, when they reached out with comms, nothing came back, until Occam fired up his shortwave radio. On a continent on the southern hemisphere, something pinged back. And I need you all to roll for initiative. Oh, shit. oh well, look at that. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, physical oh. science or computers? <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, he teased us. You teased yeah. us. How dare you? I was about us. to go to roll twenty. Yeah, no, physical <laughs> science or computers, if you have it, and tell me where you are at on the ship at this moment. You all know that you're you've arrived. You're 
but you can be anywhere you like. So if you're not on the bridge, I guess you don't need to give me a roll. But uh, for those that are observing... Well, I hope somebody else is up there with me, because Rit, I do not have either of those skills. I'm good at beating things up and probably not a lot. Oh, I can pilot too, but uh, not a lot else. Okay. Not knowledge stuff. Right on. Lemon. Yes. I have none. I have neither okay. of those skills, so. I thought so as well. I will not be rolling. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akim. Okay. Akim got a 16 computers. Karina got a 23 computers. Okay. And Brasha. You're all adorable. Uh, Brasha <laughs> got a 29 computers. Okay. So where are you at, Brasha? Uh, since we're like in low orbit, he's probably um, like lounging on the bridge, kind of <laughs> making sure that everything is uh, going properly, but he's, he's trusting Tally to do a good enough job. Okay, yeah, uh, with that computer's check, uh, the ship's computer has scanned this world, this Keyzor 4, until you find out a different or better name. Uh, and these clouds, th- this world is uh, consists of a very thick atmosphere. Uh, over 75% of its skies are covered in clouds currently, and they are all severe storm clouds. Uh, standard gravity stand and uh, where this planet lies in the system uh, years are uh, it, it takes uh, twice as long from packed world standard standard rotation standard gravity breathable atmosphere and that's all you get from that so we're looking for a place to land right mm-hmm. Occam has uh I assume, Occam, you'd, you'd like put on the map where you got the ping back on your shortwave? Yeah. Uh, I, I'd, I'd put it on some sort of you know, way to share with people. So if we got a map, then yeah. That... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a ma- yeah. It, I'm not going to bog down with what every computer screen looks like. Yes, you're able to put the coordinates there, but you see that it is heavily covered with these uh, very severe storm clouds. Uh, did anyone roll physical science? I, I would have if I had it, but you know, yeah. I have no I, no I knowledge can. of that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I can, but it's lower than my computer. Let's just give it just just Same. yeah yeah just standard physical science would be. This isn't a very difficult check. This is more of a to do with the. Okay, I rolled the same thing on my die, so it was a twenty-two. Okay, yeah, this is a standard like cartography planet science stuff. Uh, these clouds, this these storms going over this planet will royally fuck up your ship. You could make it. Uh, it'll just be uh, severe winds, uh, lightning storms, EMP, all that. Uh, but you do see that there are little <clears throat> holes in the cloud cover. It'll take you a bit longer to get to your location. But you could plot a course well, Tally could plot a course to fly down through the atmosphere and go through one of the clearings of these storm clouds and just kind of like zip along uh, just above, not just above, but underneath the storm to get to where your uh, radio has notified that there is something there. Uh, I'm going to try. I guess that's my move uh, is to try to get through, you know, try to so, check out. Clear a spot as possible. To... So it'll take you. Oh God. 
Yeah, it'll take you four hours to circumvent the storm and to go through like that. Or you could take a straight shot. It'll take you two hours because uh, Star Starfinder, I, I did some looking up Starfinder Starship uh, landing stuff. It'll take you 1D two hours to uh, right. to uh, go straight there, but you'll be risking the storm. It is not my ship. I mean, I'm daring and such, and I'm not afraid of dice rolls, but it's not my ship. So, uh, Captain, what do you suggest? Do you want me to try to go the short way, but more risky, or do you want me to go around and take twice as long? About four hours, that... I mean, we're not, I guess, technically in a hurry. Yes, I... (laughs) I'm more familiar with these sort of electrical storms than most. Uh, better to take the long way around. Okay. Aye, aye. And I will take the more boring. <laughs> uh, I thought not... it's boring, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, descending to the planet below, there are some winds, like the storm, you know, this this atmosphere is very active. So these storms are constantly roiling and moving around. So it's it's not enough to where you need to roll any high checks, but uh, you are buffeted about a fair bit. Uh, Brasha's ship isn't exactly streamlined, but it's also not overly big. So, you know, you being an experienced pilot, just give me like a blanket piloting check as you zip down past these storm clouds. Oh, no. Yeah, that would be, um, uh, that'd be an 11, which is a that one. Okay. Freaking uh, <laughs> All good. No, it is quite it is quite rocky. Uh, you you hear from from any any open doors across the ship. You will like hear the banging around. Uh, Lemon, I don't know where you and the hobgoblin prisoners are, but uh, you are all like tossed and turned, but nothing to where you're going to take any damage. It's just a bit wobbly. All right. Um, I'll just tell them basically to. Uh... Make sure you're strapped in and uh, secure. Seems that we're having some turbulence. Hang on, this is gonna be a rough landing out of the intercom. I will warn you guys. (laughs) Dally, (laughs) what the fuck? This is tough. Okay, this is tough even for me. I know I'm a pretty good hate. It could have been worse. (laughs) It took my all my skills to figure it out. Go ahead. Can I no, try it, could be, it could uh, be worse. Uh, well, you rolled a nat one, so technically no. it couldn't have been worse for you. Well, well, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Is... It can be worse because I could have not put all those ranks in piloting either. True. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, this is this is as bad as your piloting gets, which is still above average. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sean, go ahead and tell me how you're going to uh, assist Tally. And I'm assuming then you're on the bridge. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be on the bridge. I'm going to try and uh, plot stable. Am I still? Am I in the wrong voice? Nope, no, this good. is Sean. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and plot um, uh, some sort of route or add information to stabilize mm-hmm. off of the high winds and stuff. Okay. And... Would you say that's an engineering check then? Or computers? What what, are we, what kind of a check um, are you doing here? Uh, I was gonna do piloting, but I can do computers. I mean, That's to tired. me, the way yeah, the way yeah, the, the way you said it, it sounded like it could have been 
uh, maybe not engineering, but it could have been piloting or computers as you as you you know correct telemetry. Okay, I'll do computers. Sure. <laughs> what? What was that? The no, natural God, one. No. Okay, yeah. Uh, fortunately, you can't crit fail a check, so <laughs> darn. Uh, <laughs> uh, what the friggin' hell? To yeah, Tally, yeah, we're doomed. As you're flying down, Tally, you are this basically out of the storms. There, there are large out rock cro- outcroppings, and uh, Akim punches over uh, like a dotted line, like ways oh. or an Uber thing, and uh, he thinks it'd be quicker if you went into a cliff face. Um, what do you mean into a cliff face? He what got you... a he got a natural one, so that's yeah, how I, I, I saw that. No, I, I'm um... used to the more maneuverable skull and toe. Oh yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's it's uh, you're getting some weird information from Occam, so maybe you give him the stink eye at that as you're trying to uh, wrestle these uh, controls. Uh, but you even out once you get below the uh, layer of the atmosphere that has storms. Uh, it, it, it smooths out, it evens out. Uh, this this area of the planet is uh, pretty, but barren. Uh, it's it's grasslands, cliff facings. Uh, there's, there's bodies of water here and there, but you just kind of, after things have settled down, uh, the uh, the two hobgoblins, uh, Koof and Siv, get up and just start like not even without being told to. They just start tidying up and putting things back into cupboards and stuff uh and it's it's smooth sailing for the next couple hours boy lemon has them well trained doesn't he he did very good on his diplomacy checks (laughs) (laughs) uh is uh is still a little like resentful like he's he's still got a uh just a resting hobgoblin face and uh (laughs) that's good i like that Thanks. He's uh, <laughs> he, he's 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 going along with it. So the next couple hours go by. Uh, if anyone wants to have any chats as you make your way closer and closer to the location uh, that you may now find to be suspicious, you know, after Akim's uh, telemetry bumbling, um, I will actually head to the bridge, or Lemon will head to head to the bridge. <clears throat> okay. Um and. He'll come and says, is everything okay? It was quite a bumpy ride going in. Asking Not them. my fault that we're flying in a tin can. Russia, <laughs> get a better fucking shit. If you want to spot those ones, Akim, I would gladly get in the ship. But... There's something uh, that popped to mind right now that I'd say, but I can't say it because I rolled a one. But something along the lines of a poor, you know, artist blames his tools. <laughs> That's we, awesome. Have we checked our... Uh, have we scanned the, the surface yet to see what we're dealing with? Do we know if the air is breathable? Uh, yes, everything should be fine. Um uh, there's just some electrical storms that gave us some trouble coming in. Are you okay? Oh, I'm perfectly fine. I'm just trying to make sure that we will be fine. I mean, are we heading into desert, jungle? What What is the land here anyways? Have we figured it out? I'll go over to a panel and just see if there's like a, a quick scan. I don't have computers, so I'm not going to be doing a lot myself. 
Sure. Yeah, this is basically a Google search, and you know, there are big buttons that say, you know, sensor sweep. So yeah, you can just give <laughs> me an buttons. intelligence check. Okay. Um, in check. This should go super well. <laughs> Since that's not one of my stronger stats. Super well. Are you emphasizing the, the ooh? <laughs> So I think tonight's episode will be called Rolling Ones because nice. I rolled in that one. <laughs> what the freaking hell? We're going to um, die on this planet. You are you are currently on a planetoid. This planetoid has a surface. It is located in a system. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, what's your bonus or negative? Plus one. Okay, so with the two, yeah, you don't get much more than that. You, you. I am like, I don't know Brosh's system at all. I'm like, what is this? What's this icon here? Mm-hmm. You don't actually have listings. You just have weird icons. It's laughing at us. I don't understand. <laughs> That's a good sign. Why is uh, there one they... with skull and crossbones over here? Uh, that's you know also a good one. <laughs> It's not directed towards us. Um, yes. Okay, fine. Well, I believe we're going in the right direction towards this telemetry beacon. I have a good feeling about this. I communicated with uh, one of Saren Ray's adversaries earlier and gave me a favorable results in our course of action. See, good news all around. Uh, all right. <laughs> good news good news everyone yeah so so four hours passed. we're all gonna <laughs> die man you you are you are zipping along this uh you you don't need to do any check for this as you look out the forward viewport you see that it is largely open grasslands where you're at you don't see any large bodies of water it's it's think rohan but well, you haven't felt the temperature. So think Rohan. Big open fields. You see zero signs of any sort of civilization. Uh, if anyone were to try to raise comms, they would get absolutely nothing back. Akim, if you want to do your shortwave radio again, all you get is the same little yes, ping. Would... Okay, yep. Yeah. So I get the uh, same little ping, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's all you get. Yeah, I didn't know if you were going to try and do a check for it. There's just nothing more than this very basic ping that you're able to read, and it's getting closer and closer. And as you arrive, you see uh, gouged into the ground below. Uh, and if you guys do want to go to roll 20, I can move your things there. You see a... Why uh, do we need to go there? <laughs> Don't worry like, about it. Why do we need to go to roll 20? Uh... Maybe reasons. I can describe it just fine. It's it's an open area. There are there aren't any. Uh, it's more of an open plains area. You see a series of six what looks like cargo containers uh, gouged into the ground below, uh, sporadically in a in a uh, circular pattern around the entire area are what looks to be starship hull fragments. Uh, uh, plunged into the ground below. And uh, as you zip over this area, you do see a 20-foot pit. And that's what uh, 
I, I didn't have a cool pit um, icon, so that's what this is. Just imagine a 20-foot crater hole as uh, you uh, come about. That's very nice. Very, very nice. So, yes. This is what you see as you uh, kind of hover above here. Uh, so as, as we're kind of hovering over this uh, this camp, I'll say... Uh, uh, Akim, can you take us down to the camp? I, uh, I'm going to need Tally help me with something. All right. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'll get up and give him the the controls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brush is going to lead Tally, uh, like, over to the kitchen. Um, and he's going to be like, so I was going over the, uh, the shipping manifest and I noticed that their food synthesizer is quite a bit better than ours. So I was thinking we swapped the two out. Uh, they still get the food synthesizer. We get the better food synthesizer. Yeah. What? Didn't I mention, if I recall, I think I remember mentioning this very thing with whether or not they would they would notice if we swapped out their food synthesizer because you're not wrong. It is so much no, better. I, I don't think so. This was Why an did... original thought. <clears throat> Why did you need me for this? Uh, because you are our muscle and because oh, I cannot I... lift it by myself. <laughs> oh, 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 I never mind. I don't know how freaking large this thing is. Sorry, the player does not know how large the tally probably Brush is uh, also it, very big. Yeah, it's, wow. a, it's about two-thirds the size of a standard vending machine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, so with my... Have I got 20 strength? Yeah, I got 20 strength. So, uh, can I lift it? With an athletics check, you can lift almost anything. I'm gonna make an... <laughs> yeah, you watch! I'm gonna roll a friggin'... Come on. <clears throat> I'm no, that's not. Eight. You know what? That's that's a one, but that's actually a pair of them. So it's now, eleven plus okay. my mm -hmm. athletics is another eleven, and that's four Jeez. ones. Jeez. Okay. So that's a twenty-two. Okay. Uh, twenty-two. Yes. You. You. It's. It's quite heavy. Uh, you. You do struggle a bit with it, but you know you. You. You dig your hooves in, and uh, you're able to uh, start. Uh, <laughs> Like I, I used to, I used to be uh, thin and in shape and all that stuff. Uh, I used to be able to pick up a dryer by myself and carry it. I used to be oh able to pick up a God. stove. Oh, days of the past. Uh, so you yeah. are carrying this thing. Uh, it, it's a little uncomfortable. Uh, Koof and Sig see you, and they uh, they uh, rush over to uh, take either side of it. They uh, Koof gives Brasha kind of a glower. Oh yeah, they, they both got an eighteen and a sixteen on the die on that. So they're going to like help take the end that Brasha may or may not be actually helping with. Is, uh, is, I was gonna say what is Brasha afraid of chipping a nail or something? I said I would roll the aid. I'm freaking kidding okay. there, the way that was out um, of game. Did you aid? <laughs> yes, just barely. He, he's gonna roll <laughs> the it's not, it's not chipping aid. a nail, it's chipping a uh chipping a claw. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yep. right. Oh, you don't want he's to do that. pretending to lift it, but he's actually just getting the doors on the way. 
So Sig and Coop take the other side. They are more than enough to help you carry it at a stable level. Uh, and yeah, then you guys hoof it to the uh, the cargo bay. Uh, takes you no time to find the one that can hold the, hold the, uh, uh, the, the container that has the new synthesizer in it. You swap them out. Uh, and then, you know, this will take about 20 minutes. So in that 20 minutes while you're doing that, uh, Akim, you sit in the seat, find a, a clear spot. Where do you want to park in relation to the camp itself? Do you want to... It, your ship is... Uh, well, not your ship. This ship is quite large. You wouldn't be able to land in the center, but you could land uh, to the side of it, however far away you like to have a walk towards the camp is up to you. And which way are um, you facing sorry. the ship? No, you're fine. Uh, ship facing toward the camp, uh, probably the south. So front facing or back facing? Because back facing has the cargo door is why I ask. Like, is, is the cat face on the ship pointing at the camp or is the cat's... Oh, I don't like this analogy at all. Uh, or is the face pointing away from the camp? See what I mean? The the the, the cat's face, not not the cat's ass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Every you good touched... joke, Don. Yeah, yeah, I fucking hate it too. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't need a piloting check to to touch down. You're fine. You're right there. Well, that's a shame because um, they rolled a twenty four. Well, you, you land it in such a spot that you don't really bend grass. You find three bare spots where the landing struts fit perfectly like Lego. Good job. Proud of you. What? <laughs> and uh, with with that, uh, the, the, the four uh, finish with the synthesizer, come back uh, onto the bridge. Uh, I need uh, Occam and Lemon to give me a perception check real quick. Lemon gets a 28. Oh, absolutely blowing me out of the water with a fucking 16. Okay, 16 is not bad. And this I wasn't do. difficult. Uh, the you when you when you you guys land just fine, but uh, the door opens and Tally, Brasha, and the two uh, hobgoblins come in, and you see that the hobgoblins are like doubled over, sweating, out of breath, and Tally has a nice glisten to her right now. <laughs> I look like I've been oiled up. That's all. I just wanted to... It, it did take some exertion to get that. But yeah, you guys have all landed. Uh, looking but, out the viewport, you, you don't see any movement um, from the camp itself. Uh, Lemon will actually hmm. look at Tally for a moment. You kind of look her over and then say, Tally, were you yeah. mud wrestling? Were you mud wrestling again recently? No, this is just this is this is from exertion. There's no mud in this. Why would you think mud? Oh no, I'm just remembering that time at that bar in Absalon Station that I found you in. It's fine. Wait. Um. <clears throat> okay, that's fair. But uh, no, I, and you know what? Actually, I decide it's probably best if I don't tell Lemon what we were up to. Sure. He might frown on the fact that we just swapped out. He'll Possibly. probably fig he's pretty smart. He'll probably figure it out later. Yep. Um, but I'm not gonna tell him. Like, no, no, sure. we're just doing a little heavy lifting to prepare ourselves to to uh, unload here. <clears throat> Are there any people? 
not even gonna roll sense motive on that. I I, I already know that sounds shifty as f, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> Let's see, my deception, my oh, my bluff is a three. I do have a positive to it. <laughs> it's not very big positive. No, no, you want to roll? Let, let you, we can go with that. We can go with that. If Bye, you want to roll I, off, that's fine. I actually rolled a sixteen total. Nice. <laughs> That's not bad. Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, I got a 16 on the die. <laughs> so my total is 29. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, you know, it makes sense. He knows her pretty well. So he knows yeah. when she's full of shit. Well, you guys have landed. Uh, the ship engines power down at the very least. You can go about what do you want to do next. Are there any people? Like, we uh, haven't seen any people. Nope. You peer out the viewport, uh, nothing at all. You do see that uh, they're looking at the uh, uh, shipping containers. You do see that there is uh, <clears throat> kind of rubbish strewn about. Uh, from where you're at, you can see the uh, doors of these are wide open. Uh, you see that the, there's a fair bit of damage done to each of the doors that you can see, but you don't see anyone moving around. You don't see anything. Does anyone have any crazy senses I need to know about? Uh, um. Can I scan for life forms on the computers? Uh, yeah, down here you can, yeah. I'll let other people go before I do that. Okay. I just like Standards. if anyone had like the thought, sense, or anything weird. Nope. Standard. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. Br Brasha, were we supposed to be meeting anyone here? Uh, they said that there were people at the camp. I would assume there's someone. Well, there's. Perhaps I there see the. Oh. I mean, I know. Well, there's a bunch of storage containers, but I don't see anything unless they're living in the storage containers. I mean, do people do that? I've known several people who lived in storage containers. Well, maybe maybe that's what they're here for. We don't see any, like, blood splatters or anything like that, do we? You are way too far away to, to see blood Damn on the it. ground or anything from there. You'll have to disembark if you want to do that. But from... So, Lemon right. would like to check uh, to see if the atmosphere is okay to go in. Obviously, he can use his suit and everything like that, but he just wants to check before stepping yep, no. out and opening up uh, air hatches and everything. Yeah, no, you're good. The atmosphere is uh, breathable. The uh, gravity is normal. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, it's not currently raining right now, but there are the storm clouds above, so the ground outside does look a little soggy. But um, no, you're you're good to exit. I I actually just look at them like I'm going out to look, and I without actually even really waiting, I will disembark, however long that takes from the ship. Whether, uh, uh, and I'll go through a side door. I don't need to go through the back hatch unless it's the easiest way. Uh, well, two things. Uh, Akim, you got a nat 20, so that was a 26 on your detect life. Yay. Yes, and I got the Lotus reference. Uh, no, I am not ripping off uh, the Odyssey like I was talking to you about a few months ago, but I'm still tempted to run a space mm -hmm. Odyssey. No, this was like an episode of Star Trek. 
Oh, okay, yeah, no, not that either. Uh, no, I thought oh, you were recalling back the, uh, the Lotus Eaters. Uh, no. Yes, not doing either of those things. Or am I? I'm not. I know that friggin' or flower episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You don't actually, you know what? Looking out, you don't see any flowers, just kind of a small shrubby grass that is extremely well watered. Uh, so that was that cover. Uh, Lemon, you said you wanted to go out a side panel, a side hatch. Brasha, I don't know if your ship has any other exits or entrances other than the cargo ramp. That's your ship. You tell us. Uh, yeah, just the uh, the two cargo bays. All right, then I go out the cargo bay. Okay. I want to follow not too far. I want to follow him out. Okay, everyone, but everyone's gearing up and heading out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Sean's typing. Uh, I, no, you do not see. God, I wish I was ripping off Star Trek more. This would be a whole lot more fun if I was ripping off Star Trek. No, you're. Un, until we get another patron, I'm not upping my DMing quality. Listeners. Ooh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ooh. God, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm never going to. I am never going to get any better than this. Uh, so <laughs> you all gear up. Uh, out of the skull and tones steps uh, uh, Karina. She's got uh, all the weapons she was given: uh, the needler pistol, the Xeno lash, the long arm. She is uh, fit to kill. Uh, and the hobgoblins come uh, a few paces behind you, cleaning, you know, wiping off their sweat. Some, one of them, Ku, finds a towel and they're toweling off. Uh, they're catching their breath. And they're kind of following behind you a Wait, few paces back. Do we want to bring them? Entirely up to you. I just want to make I sure look... you know all the moving pieces. <clears throat> Lemon? Hmm. Do you want your charges to come with us? Or do you want them to stay on the ship? They can come. Okay. I kind of look at them both. Um, we are simply mm-hmm. looking around right now. Um, Obviously, they don't have weapons on them, do they? Nope. Okay. Just, just stay uh, behind the me. remnants. Yep. Just the remnants of their uh, armor that they were wearing before. And uh, Koof just gives you a curt nod. Sig, uh, he's about as tall as you, so he doesn't look up to you. Uh, because I use goblin minis, it's really fucking with my uh, perception. And I made the bastards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they're taller than me, actually. Okay. Yeah. So they're looking yeah. at you. They they're gangly, so they're and they're definitely weaker. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sage was like, "Yeah, we want to go out too. We haven't had fresh air in months." No problem. Just, um, Just stay close. Stay behind me, actually, you two. I mean, I know you're probably just about as big, but I have got weapons and I can protect you. I don't know. There's something something doesn't feel right about this. I haven't seen any signs of people. Yeah, you should probably arm us. And, mm. <laughs> and, and the life scan That's didn't show anything, happening. did it? I was getting to that. Yeah. I, oh, uh, no, you're fine. No, you 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 reminded me a moment ago. Uh, so Akim, uh, as they're all heading towards the cargo bay, you uh, scan out with uh, Karina's computers or the Skull and Tone computers. Oh, I was using uh, the bizarre encounters because i was already in the bridge okay yeah the, yeah they detect uh one life sign 
within uh i don't know the range of your the ship sensors but just a basic one in a basic camp you only read one uh life form does it give me any specific location or is it just general yes there is general one. yes yeah this yeah your ship sensors are designed for the macro uh okay. on here unless you get like specific computers i'm going to say it's just yes or no kind of thing yeah like i know the sensors on uh ships in like local space is really far but it's yeah. like line of sight basically yeah 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 so yeah one one life form uh in the immediate vicinity okay hey we have one life form in the camp it might be something uh with all the damage over there, it might be some sort of uh, predator. Be careful. I will um, keep an affirmative. Uh, I am also making sure that my uh, comms are up mm -hmm. uh, so that we can all communicate easily. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? Only one life. Up to one creature per level. Uh, I will take... We have what? One, two, three, four. We, um, I'll just do it twice. I'm going to cast Life Bubble twice. So that'll cover everybody. Okay. So Life Bubble, um, basically I surround the creatures with a constant and mobile one-inch shell tolerable living conditions customized for each creature. The mm. shell enables the target to breathe freely in a variety of atmospheric conditions, including in corrosive, thick, thin, and toxic atmospheres, okay. as well as underwater in a vacuum. This also makes the target immune to harmful gases and vapors, mm -hmm. including inhaled diseases and poisons, as well as spells with a harmful gaseous effect. In addition, the shell protects targets and their equipment from extreme temperatures between negative 50 degrees and 140 degrees Fahrenheit without having to attempt fortitude saving throws as well as extreme pressures. So basically this is going to last level. Mm -hmm. So uh, I get everybody with two castings since there is six of us mm -hmm. and it'll last for five days worth of time. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not days? joking. Yeah, live one day still. per level. Yeah, one day per level. It is probably so, the most amazing first level spell ever. Holy it's only first level. I yes. don't even. I don't know any spell that lasts for days per yep. level. No, no, yep. it's it's like oh, holy I'm out Jesus. in space. Mm -hmm. We're okay that in is, space. <laughs> that is so much stronger than the Pathfinder version. Oh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the think, yeah. and lower level. Well, yep. that's because you could get stranded. I mean, you could get yes. your ship could blow up and you could be stranded exactly. in the middle yep. of space. And I guess yep. that is fair. In this yep. setting, yeah, that that spell is a terrific thing to have. So good job having that. Everyone is bubbled up. Uh, and it, the cargo... Go ahead. It, it does raise the, the same question, though. Mm -hmm. if, it, if it keeps water from touching you and you fall into water, do you slow down? It's normal physical effects still happen on you because it remember it's like a shell over you. That's all. Yeah, it's not a force field that pushes anything. It's just a magical shell. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't grant like freedom of movement or anything like that. No. 
No, yeah, yeah but it creates a shell all around your body of mm -hmm. an atmosphere that is safe to you. Yes. Therefore, is yeah, there any friction with the water around you? Yeah, uh, the friction's yeah. against the uh, uh, against the shell. Yeah, you'll picture, still need to do swimming. Yeah. Picture yeah. like an inflatable bubble that you yeah. throw in the water, and you have to try to. Of course, that you would actually float. Yeah, that would actually <laughs> keep you float. Yeah, th yeah, that's <laughs> more your point. It's it's meant for simply survivability in various conditions. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna hinder or harm your movement through an atmosphere any more or less than normal. And you can still eat and drink before you get to it, Sean. Yeah. You guys are all bubbled up, all standing as the cargo bay opens up. And uh, I imagine you still feel wind pushing against you. So the, it opens up and it just, just the whistling sound of air moving fast hits you all. Um, and I'm still going to like, you know, you can, it's fresh air. Like, you know, yes, there mm -hmm. are no, you won't have any uh, cart, uh, well, and any bad effects of this, but you can still feel and smell fresh air. Uh, you go open, uh, Koof and Sig are uh, right on uh, Tally's tail, figuratively, as yep. uh, you disembark. All right. Um, I guess the first thing I would like to do is start looking around the surrounding area. Obviously mm -hmm. it's wet. Mm -hmm. So I doubt we're going to find any type of prints of any sort. So I guess I'll just head to the first um, uh, building and okay. check it out. Okay, ping yeah, it, going... so I know which one is the first one to you. I'm going to be going, I'm going to be sticking close. Okay, so yeah, okay, so those two are sticking close. Yep, the, uh, the hobgoblins are sticking close to Tally. Uh, yep. Karina's kind of staying a few paces behind you, Akim, but she has Karina the gun out. Uh, and I'm just going to call it... Huh? I just said click, click. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, are you following Lemon's lead, Brasha and Akim? They're going to that one, so I think I'm going to go to this one. Okay, and yeah, our weapon's let's... out. Uh, oh. Always. And okay. but Yeah, way to go. Let's no, split up the party. I do not have a weapon out. <laughs> okay. Fair. Brasha doesn't um, either. So we're oh, not no. sneaking, right? Entirely up to you. So let, let me set the stage a little bit. You're you're on this soggy grassland. Uh, you look around. These these shipping containers are no more than ten feet tall. Fifteen feet? No, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Twenty-five feet long, fifteen feet wide. They are all fairly uniform, uh, but you do see that the entrance panels are kind of beat to shit. Um, as uh, Lemon, Tally, the Hobgoblins go towards the uh, southeasternmost one. And it sounded like Brasha was at least going to hydroponics. Uh, if hydroponics oh. is the south Oh, yeah, one? it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't show. Yeah, sorry. My, <laughs> my tag doesn't. <laughs> That's the weed plant. Yeah, the weed it. plant. Perfect. That's me fulfilling my promise of never improving. So, yes. Wait, uh, wait they're growing weed in there? What is, always. What are we like, um, what are we actually delivering this to? I mean, is this like a, they got the we're running it? Yeah, why else would you uh, terraform a whole planet? <laughs> they want to make it one big, huge drug, you know, producing <laughs> planet. I see how this is. Mm -hmm. Good for them. 
Just like Star Wars, each planet has its own one topographical feature, and that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. Oh, <laughs> they've just God. they've just made it simplified. <laughs> All right, I want I do want to say this. Uh, Tally is gonna. She sees Brasha head over towards the other uh, thing, and she, now she's like doing the thing where she's you know. Uh, like watching the test match and you know, really fast, you know, going ee, 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 looking back and forth between Lemon and Brasha going, oh crap. Um, he's going to five, right? Yes, he is going to five. You were going to six. I what I'm gonna do is I want to station myself probably in between the two up towards the front, probably somewhere. Go ahead and put your uh, minis down where you guys are at. Let's do it this way. So uh, you can you can split up or not. You're all in the same general vicinity. You, uh, the wind is ripping, but you can still hear each other just fine. You don't need to use your comms. Just go uh, ahead and you... put yourselves wherever you'd like to uh, begin. And Where's put... our tokens? Yeah. you got to put our tokens the... out there. Our tokens! Wow. <laughs> Ah, yes, here we go. So, all right. So, I'm going to sit. I'm going to be somewhere, like, around here where I can keep an eye on both entrances. And okay. make a mad dash uh, to anybody who might be in trouble. Okay, so you are going into the dead center of the camp. Yeah, I'm going into the dead center okay. of the camp. Okay. Eric, stop drawing. <laughs> what are you drawing? What? Nothing. <laughs> this isn't fucking Madden. Um, so, I have... I have... I have oh. Tally, Koof... Uh and Sig following Tally. Okay. Uh, Karina is a few paces behind Akim. Where is Good. Lemon and Brasha? Uh, so here's the question. First, where is the entrance to this one? Is it right here? Sure, it's yes. right there. I'm there then. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm there then. Because I'm about I'm to wondering. check inside this oh place. Oh my god. Uh, so there are doors on either side, like a, sh uh, well, not like a shipping container. Uh, let's see, where is fuckboy at? Okay, there. There you go. I can control it. I love that. I okay. freaking love the character porch. I love them all, but I love that one. For the listeners, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So the, the <laughs> ship has landed. Uh, the entire group has made their way more-ish to the center of the shipping containers uh everyone is placed where they need to be and uh <laughs> i'm not gonna roll for initiative for uh bad purposes but just so i i'm gonna go down the line here so akim what would you like to do so i uh, i am by far the fastest member of the party so what i want to do mm -hmm. if this takes a round by round basis so be it I want no, to no, move. It's, yeah. Uh, essentially, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move at full speed with my movement, but I'm going to prepare an action with my standard in any given round esque. And that action is to move again if something hostile notices okay. me. Good to know. Uh, so, and I'm just looking. That's why you just do surprise round things. that he can't react. Note to self. Okay, uh, so th that's that's fine with me. So for the rest of you that haven't seen this, uh, maybe in action, you see Akim just roadrunner around, and he is uh, going to do a couple laps. So what I'm going to get from you, Akim, is a perception check as you you take a lap around. So this is the Flash doing reconnaissance. 
Good. An eight? Okay, with an eight, uh, no, you don't see a whole lot. You don't see any footprints. You zip around. Uh, none of these shipping containers have uh, windows on the on the sides. Uh, the doors, every one of the doors is kind of bashed and battered open. You look around. Actually, that's all you see. You don't see anything more than that. No footprints, no signs of life. That's you for now. So, <laughs> Nothing big and obvious. Lemon. Uh, Lemon will go to that first door. Uh, first, he will inspect the door to see if it is actually closed uh, and functional. Uh, it is no longer functional. It has been damaged beyond function. So it's kind of, it's it's a slight, yeah, it's a slidey door. So it's uh, it's kind of off its track right now. You, If you're looking at it, you could just push it back and forth and it wouldn't latch. But you see the latching mechanism has been sheared off and it's on the ground next to you. Does the shearing appear to be made from energy or from physical force? Physical force. Do, do I see signs of like claw marks? Give me a perception check. That would be a 27. Hey, hey, Don. How okay. thick is the latching mechanism? Nah, not much at all. It's just a standard latch. Less than oh, six like we inches. would have an arbor. Uh, less than six inches. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's just a latch that goes into the mechanism of the door to like, like, like the way I see it, like it slides into it slides out from one side of the panel, goes all the way across into the other, and the latch kind of hooks into there. Like think of a, a train car door. Like it's not very yeah. elaborate. It's just a hook, but you could definitely see that this latch is definitely busted off. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lemon, you got a twenty. What? Twenty-seven. Yeah, you do see that uh, there are claw marks. Uh, slashing it appears to be slashing claw marks. Like multiples or one. Ones. Uh, multiple attempts, but you definitely don't see like a raking of the claws like a lion or anything. You see like something, some sort of bladed thing mm -hmm. cut through these. All right. Um, I will also take a quick look around the near the door, like on the ground and see if I see any uh, strange or uh, uh, strange footprints or imprints. You know, like if a creature is mm -hmm. like a creature or an individual is like digging their feet in or their heels in. Or if, like, there's a creature with large clawed feet, you know, you see giant claw marks in the ground. Sure. Yeah, uh, with, with, I'll roll over that perception. It was good enough. You don't see uh, any signs of that. It's the, the ground is just, at this point, just too soggy to make out anything. You see puddles of water here and there, but uh, nothing made distinctive enough footprints in the ground recent, fairly recently to identify from. Okay, fair enough. Uh, then I okay. will swing open the uh, door, as it were, or mm -hmm. slide it open, and uh, using the uh, flashlight that's built into my armor, I will take a quick peek inside and see if there's anything of uh, horror, interest, or, um, you know, good tidings. Sure. Uh, give me another perception check. 
looking around this room, flashlight out, even though you have dark vision, flashlight out. Actually, it's kind of crappy this time. Uh, that is going to be a total of 17. Okay. Uh, you look around, this appears to be um, no more than a bunkhouse. Uh, beds and uh, some dressers jut out from the walls. Uh, children's playthings laying on the ground, smashed. Uh, you look around, you don't see any signs of horror, uh, but you do see that this place has been turned over. Uh, turned over as in, like, tossed around, rooted through. So, cabinets, chests have been opened up? Yep, yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. There's not much luxury here. It's legit just storage compartments, beds, and the stuff that would go in them kind of spilled out all, all right, over. So no signs of like mattresses torn to pieces or chewed on or uh, crates and no, stuff like that. No, nothing that, that okay. bad. So uh, I'm no, getting no, to the just, point just of whether it was like, you know, potential animalish attack or mm -hmm. something a little bit more purposeful. With with a 17, uh, you don't get that feeling okay. from that. So I'll leave you in there and uh, go further down. Um, Jesus Christ, uh, Sean, you are not going to. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> holding myself to 60k to 135k psi, just fantasy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, Bracha, what what are you up to right now? You are uh, outside of the shipping container I've marked number five, but I let slip is the hydroponics. So. Before you even give me a perception check as you walk up, you look inside. Uh, this this door is uh, slid all the way open, and you see that there are an, an array of uh, plant life inside. Uh, looking in, kind of filtering in through the dark, even though you have dark vision, is kind of the gray daylight poking through the uh, three top holes here. Um, I don't see any people in it. Well, now you can give me a perception check. I just wanted to give you the basics for free because it's uh, glaringly obvious since I called it the hydroponics already. Okay. Perception. What is a nine? So 17. Okay. With a 17, you see that this, uh, much of the vegetation is thriving uh you you see uh some knocked over plant uh pots here and there uh the uh the, the water filtration uh is dribbling but you not a whole lot to find here you see uh farming implements you see little little hose little rakes and yes i know i said little hose um <laughs> but this 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 area doesn't seem to have uh been ransacked at all uh you do see with the 17 uh the the fruit that is um harvested the the fruit there is no overripe fruit here you do see under ripened fruit so with the 17 you may surmise that something has you know harvested their stuff you don't see any spoiled rotten or Overly ripe stuff. Everything's still pretty fresh on the vines, buds, etc. Mm. Okay, he's not going to explore that then. He's going to move over to number four. 
Okay, sorry, my hydroponics didn't interest you. Uh, I will go to Tally next. Oh, all right. I want to actually, I believe I want to make a survival check to see if there are what we've got for tracks outside that are not ours. Okay. If something came through and where they might be headed. Okay. Oh, and aha, there we go. That makes up for the friggin' one earlier. That's a net 20 for 29 okay. and survival. Does it make up for it, though? Okay, uh, Does it? I'm going to pull. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I. <laughs> Well, see, I'm going to pull, I want to pull a, um, oh, crap, I can't add an Aragon there at that battle scene. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look, this is what happened here, and this is what happened. Yeah, right, I know, that, that, that pushed the pounds. But I rolled a net 20 for 29, okay. so yeah, it should be uh, pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're looking around. That, that was a very good score. Uh, you, you do look around, and you do see what looked to be, uh, kind of parallel indentations uh, to the north. Can I figure out what kind of thing made those? Like, in general terms, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think she... Definitely oh. looks like wheels. Wheels? Mm -hmm. But I don't see footprints going into them? Nope. Leading up to them? Mm -mm. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, about here you see wheels. What, well, the, the former indentations, and really what you see is the water that has filled up the indentations more than anything. Oh, I see. That's why there's no tracks, right? Because it's super wet and the, the ground is just mm -hmm. retracting back. Oh, that's why I can't see footprints. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, Karina and I'm, you know, they're just Karina, Koof, and Sig. You know, this arc, I was like, I'm not going to have a bunch of DM PCs that I have to follow around. I literally have triple. You you could have <laughs> left them on the, you know. No, 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 no. However, ship. no, no, that's not a complaint. That's that's a ha ha, Don, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, no, no. So Koof and Sig are behind, are more or less behind you. Uh, Koof is kind of looking around warily, ready to, uh, to pounce if he has to on anything. Not necessarily you. He seems to like you. Uh, but Sig uh, is walking around like uh, Andy Dufresne after he climbed through all that shit. Uh, he is just standing there, uh, just basking in the fresh air right now. Shawshank Redemption quote or reference. Did I got not it. Go I got well. it. Nope, to I self. got it. Thanks, thanks, BJ. No, no, no. I appreciate nope, it. I got it. I thought uh, you had more to say. I was no, I did. Not no, to no, talk no. over. Now you're good. So, uh, so that's what they're doing. They're just kind of in a holding pattern. Karina has the gun out. Uh, as, as Occam is, uh, uh, I forgot we were using Sonic as their go-to, not the Roadrunner. As uh, as as Sonic is zipping <laughs> around. <laughs> I oh, it's a shame. So I thought he was friggin' Roadrunner. So meet me. Why not <laughs> no, both? That's fair. Why not both? It can be oh, Sonic that's... going. That goes meet me. <laughs> Sean, I need you to look up what would happen if the Roadrunner and Sonic had babies. I'm sure it's on the uh, internet. You know, the sad part is you'd probably just end up with They're like... genetically incompatible. Yeah, that stopped the internet. You'd probably just get uh, um, Speedy Gonzalez, yeah. that's all. So th th there we go. So that's what you see, Tally. From the north, you do see uh, what appears to be... So, so with that amazing survival check, you see that those are run out, but you also see that enough time has passed that rain has filled them. What is okay. this UFO? That's fair. Oh, uh, they that, have plenty of 
I was going to say, there are plenty of things of Sonic and Roadrunner going against each other. That's then there's got to be, yeah, rule 634. Sonic wins. You Sorry. Know, there. <laughs> rule 34. And the Flash. Isn't, isn't that it? 634? No, it's just rule 34. It's 34. Rule 63. It's 634. Rule 63 is uh, anything on the internet can be gender bent, if that helps. Okay, so, okay. I was <laughs> I had him in my head uh, together. So, yeah, rule 34. Uh, Christ, I hate this. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, so that that's think, you know end of quote unquote round one. We're gonna go back at the top. You know, some time has passed. A few, I'll say, fifteen minutes has passed. Uh, sun doesn't really peek out, but because it's a blue sun, it kind of like tinges everything in, in just kind of a softer, softish blue tinge to everything. Uh, Brasha, you're from the planet of Vesk Six, right? Is that Polonus? Because if so, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, you are familiar with this, so this isn't anything like bizarre or anything to you. Uh, I don't know if you're feeling wistful or anything about that, but I just, you know, having a blue sun system isn't uh, incredibly rare or anything. So just want to set the stage a little better. Uh, then, so about 15 minutes has passed, sun's kind of filtering through. Uh, Occam, you're just zipping around, and uh, at one point you do point out, hey, what's that UFO thing? And that's that's what I said I was using as a pit, as a hole. Mm. I didn't have a good like hole icon okay. mini thing. So just imagine a, a twenty foot pit. You could have just taken a picture of Brosh's butt and put it there. How would he have done that, Sean? Mm? <laughs> <laughs> By googling. I don't want to Google at Brosh's ass. <laughs> So, Akin, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to be doing for this round of uh, investigation? Where are we at on time? Uh, okay. He's still searching. Like, okay. Do you he, want to investigate around. the hole? Sure. Let's look in the hole. <laughs> could, nothing bad ever comes from that. Nothing. Nothing bad. Give me a perception check as you uh, approach. Sixteen. Okay. You see, this hole is a. Uh, quite large uh it goes to darkness below uh, imagine you'll have your flashlight at the ready you got four damn hands yeah. you can have your flashlight on you're looking down you see bits of metal kind of like strewn around uh and it kind of like you know this isn't like a perfect hole it's uh something was dug so it's an imperfect Thing. so it's not like 20 feet all the way around in a deep pit it's it's 20 feet at its widest spot uh, but you do see debris kind of on the edges and uh the 16 i'll say you do recognize you know some of it does look techy some of it looks computery Computer but you can't see further than uh your flashlight allows Uh, do you want to... I thought oh, one of you had I was a... muted. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to sit down and, like, tie a string to my flashlight. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, you do that. You 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 take it down further. Uh, I assume it's a 50-foot rope. Oh, it's a string. I don't I got half rope. 
Okay. Where's my sheet? I'm going to hand wave how much string you have. Uh, you, you you take it down a bit, and it's just more of that. You see that this whole, you know, it starts out pretty open, but it, it kind of, like, zigzags a bit as you goes further down. So is this stuff, like, embedded all embedded mm-hmm. in the wall, or is it, yeah. like, okay? So it's, like it's not something... like there's stuff on the ground. Uh, no, no, there's nothing really on the ground here. It's just the hole, and then the stuff in the hole. Okay. So that's what you do. You spend your time putting a, a string around your flashlight. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Lemon, uh, how about you? Um, since I'm in a barracks, I actually am going to aim to look for any type of um, journals, uh, data pad, like personal data pads, anything of that oh, okay. sort to try to gather up some information, if not names and, you know, maybe, you know, just basic information about the camp. To and possibly okay. see if there's any notes of any sort that explain what's going on. All you see in this one, uh, good, good. Thank you for specifying. So, this one, uh, there was children's toys. There were children's toys, kind of strewn about on the walls. You do see children painting, and if you were to look at those, you would see that it is a, a family of small brown shapes uh, with taller shapes uh, you see you see uh, variations of just smaller brown shapes with uh, tall gray shapes uh, with tall peach shapes uh, do you want to give me a culture check I guess maybe for intelligence no, not a very good role but culture is I mean we know there was an Ahsoki family from the manifest uh, so that's going to be a 13 Okay, yeah, uh, what, what Sean said is accurate. You do know that there was a family of Isoki there. Uh, the small brown shapes, you, you could deduce that these were uh, a, a family of Isoki. Mm-hmm. The tall white shape would uh, could be uh, a figure. The gray, There's a tall gray shape and a tall peach shape and a tall greenish shape. Uh, so, you know, able to uh, refer back to your uh, knowledge and the roster that I totally gave you guys and didn't forget to send you. Um, this looks like this is the kids' room. Okay. Um, I would also like to look to see if there are any um, security cameras in this room that might monitor the children or whatnot, or nanny cams. Uh, yeah, you look around. I'm just gonna roll over. It's, it's, you look around. It's, it's very bare bones. Uh, not, there's no high tech nanny cams. There's just beds. Uh, you do see that one corner of this shipping container is a bit tidier than the others. And using your keen intellect, you could probably deduce that that's where the parents slept. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, uh, you don't see, you look around, you look under pillows, you don't see data pads, you don't see, uh, books or journals, you just see toys. And clothes and okay. uh, the smatterings of uh, drawings and little artwork on the walls. Okay. Uh, when I was in, when I was looking at the place from the outside, were there any type of cameras on the outside of these buildings? Uh, no, none at all. All right, then no. And in fact, uh, uh, looking looking at the yeah, I'll give I kind of give just give this to you. As you came in, you saw what looked like these are. Uh, 
components of a starship <laughs> broken into individual compartments and then whole plating was kind of dug i didn't put them on the map because i didn't want to clutter it too much but uh whole plating kind of jabbed into the ground around in irregular intervals as a bit of a perimeter wall all right then i will uh exit this uh one uh let's see so we've we that's the herb i have no idea what's going over number four other than there's some type of drawing uh i'll go check out number three okay so i will uh zip over after lemon is uh brasha What the fuck does? <laughs> See Sonic. Yeah, I got that. I think that's supposed to be him with a gun. Is it? Looks more like it's it looks like, more like a turd. No. <laughs> wow. It does. It does. You're not wrong. It kind of does. And look where it's coming from the right location too. <laughs> Oh my god, the Sonic pictures of me. That would have been a lot well, easier it's if like I zoomed Sonic. in. Well, it looks more like uh, it looks more like the evil Sonic uh, yeah. with the giant hands. With the giant hands, it kind of looks like the evil Sonic, or like a Doctor Roboto Sonic. Well, Sonic has giant hands. He wears Mario gloves. No, he doesn't. He doesn't he have Mario giant gloves. hands. They're as big as his wear, head. They are. It's not they Mario are, gloves. It's they are. Mickey Mouse gloves. Okay. See, these are the things you need an outtake, you know, real, and these are the things you need to put on it. I disagree, but I appreciate your feedback. He says, no, I'll just keep it in the episode. Uh, anyway. uh, so, Brasha, you, you... Yeah, Brasha's gonna, like... Is this door open, or is it still shut? This one is fully open from both sides, and this is a larger door. You, uh peer around and you look inside and you see that the uh, interior is uh, largely completely oh. open uh, on the sides you see you see what look to be workbenches you're you're a, a seasoned crafter yourself this is some sort of garage you see uh, and you can smell the uh, gun oil but like you you <laughs> smell engine oil you smell grease you smell uh cleaner like this and this this area has been rifled through it shit is not literally stuff has been thrown all around here so it looks like a ship it looks like the interior of a mechanics garage uh give me a perception check uh, okay i can do that okay uh big 26 Okay, you're looking around. Uh, you hear some rattling uh, up above, and uh, as you as you look up, you see like you know hose connectors. Like th think of like a, a a legit mechanic shop that has their shit like lined up, ready to go on cables that's brought down. Mm -hmm. Stuff shuffles around, and something from above falls down, uh, lands on their feet in front of you, and it stands uh, s seven feet tall, a badly damaged robot holding a pistol straight at your face uh and that's where we'll leave it hello
And there we have episode 50. I just wanted to once again uh, thank everyone who has come with us on this journey. It's been um, a long road getting from there to here. And I wouldn't be where I was, am, without my friends. Everyone who's listened, everyone who's uh, participated in the show, uh, everyone that uh, I bounce ideas off of. Thank you so much, every one of you. Uh, I'm going to use this uh, swell of positivity to uh, to push forward, to get better, to grow even further as a performer and storyteller. And uh, I just hope you all stick around. Uh, next two weeks, we're going to be taking departure from the game proper, and I'm going to have uh, interviews. Uh, next week, we'll be with a uh, VTuber who I've come to know and uh, get to hang out with and play with. Uh, their name's Eclipse. Uh, uh, she's a VTuber, so you'll be able to find uh, everything she does on Twitch, and I'll be, I'll be posting links on there. And the week after that, I sit down with the creator of a TTRPG system called Nibiru. Uh, pretty interesting story there. Uh, good conversations, both of them. But uh, after those two are complete, we'll get back into the adventure where we left off uh, with Brasha with a gun to his face. Find out what happens. Same Hex time, same Hex channel, Hex Grid Heroes. <laughs>